Let's see, is that the right button? Yep, it is. That's episode 58 of the Lesbian Romantic booting up for you. If you like this podcast and its previous 57 episodes, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or your own podcast service. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Diva Story, Part 6. Millie looked in the mirror. She noticed she had missed a bit of dark eyeshadow and wiped it off. She had already changed into a different gown after the recital. This one was a bit more revealing. Over the years, Millie had learned that if you wanted to be treated like an opera diva, you had to look like one, especially around people with money. She quickly started reapplying her makeup in a style more suitable for a reception. Millie used lighter eyeshadow and skillfully applied some mascara. Time for tonight's second performance, she thought. Millie smiled at herself in the mirror confidently. She had sung well tonight. She knew she had. The thunderous applause had confirmed it. Her extra work with Christine had paid off. She even had been selected to open tonight's recital. Millie inspected her outfit in the full-length mirror on the other wall. Okay. She looked good. She looked fantastic, actually. She was ready to dazzle the rich people, as her mom always said. But she planned to focus on one rich person in particular. Millie nodded at herself. She lifted her gown off the ground and walked out of the dressing room. While she walked towards the audience calmly, she thought of Hannah Emsworth. Millie had seen Hannah sitting in one of the VIP boxes. Her bright red hair had given her away. Millie had even caught a glimpse of Hannah leaning on the balcony railing, almost as if she was interested in Millie's performance. She was probably faking it, Millie thought. For all she knew, Hannah might have already left. It would be rude, but Millie had a feeling Hannah Emsworth didn't care much about what was proper and what was not. Millie looked down at her feet and suddenly had to admit she still had no idea what exactly she was going to do next. So far, she had done what Christine had told her to do. Sing perfectly. Dress perfectly. But the next step, charm that woman off her socks, seemed impossible now that it was time to talk to Hannah Emsworth again. Millie had followed Christine's lead and had started to believe she could do this. 
But she now realized she had somehow assumed her outfit would do most of the work. Why had Millie thought Hannah would care about her dress? What had made her select two gowns with very low necklines tonight? Millie frowned. Why the hell hadn't she given this more thought? Her plan suddenly sounded like no plan at all. She wanted to turn around and flee to the safety of her dressing room, but she had already reached the first guests. They smiled and nodded at her while sipping glasses of wine and champagne. Millie quickly forced herself to smile back, brightly. Her palms felt sweaty, though. She discreetly ran them over her gown in an attempt to dry them before someone came up to shake her hand. She walked past the first few tables, returning smiles and polite nods while looking around for a burst of copper hair. Her heart was racing. Maybe she should talk to someone else first. Calm down. Miss North? Her Italian language coach, Robert Pizzulli, suddenly stepped in front of her. Ah, saved. For now. I was pleased to notice some improvement in your diction tonight. Millie's heart skipped a beat. She had studied and worked so hard with Christine these last two weeks. Thank you, Mr. Pizzulli. Hmm, you've earned it tonight. He would be just as hard on her in their next session. He had a reputation for being extremely demanding. Millie made a mental note to work even more on her Italian diction in the coming days. She didn't want to disappoint him. Excuse me. A large man suddenly joined them. He smiled at Millie and then turned to Mr. Pizzulli. Robert, he beamed. Good evening, George. They shook hands warmly. Millie studied the newcomer with interest. He really was massive. His gray hair was combed back in an attempt to hide his balding head. But his skin was smooth, and he didn't seem like he was too heavy. Just heavily built. He had kind, sea-green eyes, Millie noticed. I was just on my way to get a drink for Miss Emsworth and myself. It took Millie a moment to realize he was talking to her. The mention of Miss Emsworth immediately made her heart race again. I asked Hannah to introduce me to you, Miss North, but it seems I beat her to it. My name's George. He stretched out his hand. Millie shook it politely. Nice to meet you. She wondered where Hannah was but didn't dare look around. At least she's still here, Millie thought. Robert, do you mind if I steal Miss North from you? Millie's language coach raised his hands. Of course not. He patted George on the back and smiled at Millie. See you next week, Mildred. Millie was surprised to feel George's arm link with hers. He was gently pulling her along like they were old friends. She didn't feel uncomfortable, though, despite never having met the man before. 
I enjoyed your performance immensely, Miss North, he said while he skillfully navigated through the crowd. I'm thrilled my friend Mrs. Amsworth decided to contribute to your training. The skin on the back of Millie's neck tingled. Did he just say Mrs. Amsworth? Was she still involved in the foundation after all? Then why did Millie have to meet with her daughter instead? She didn't know how to ask George. Was it even polite to do so? Probably not, and it was too late anyway. Millie had noticed a flash of copper hair not too far away. George had brought her straight to Hannah Emsworth. The redhead was leaning on the table, checking something on her phone, rather than talking to the people around her. Why am I not surprised, Millie thought. She quickly looked up and down to see what Hannah was wearing. Another way Miss Emsworth was different. Women usually wore colorful evening gowns to these type of events. But not Hannah. Hannah was wearing a suit. One that looked really good on her, Millie had to admit. She straightened up and breathed in slowly. Well... This was it. She couldn't afford another disaster like the dinner two weeks ago. No matter what weird questions Hannah asked, Millie would have to keep smiling and keep talking. Hannah, George let go of Millie's arm. I found your protege. Millie managed to keep the smile on her face, but winced internally. Hannah was less successful in hiding her feelings. Millie saw her frown while she looked up. Hannah's eyes widened once they focused on Millie, and it took a while before she spoke. Hi. Millie stretched out her hand. Miss Emsworth, good to see you again. Thank you for being here tonight. Hannah's fingers wrapped around her own. Millie noticed Hannah's hands were sweaty, too. Their eyes met. Hannah, remember? Not Miss Emsworth. Millie swallowed hard. Right, of course. She was already running out of things to say, she realized. Hannah was looking at her differently tonight although Millie couldn't quite say in what way, and it threw her off balance. George patted Hannah on the back. I haven't made it to the bar yet. I'll try again now. Would you like anything, Miss North? Millie nodded slowly. Just water, please. Thank you. Okay. George smiled and started to walk away. Oh, wait, he said while turning back. Hannah, don't let this young woman escape. He then turned to Millie. I'd love to talk to you a bit more, Miss North. Millie tilted her head a little. But of course, it would be my pleasure. George beamed. Be right back. He walked into the crowd, gently pushing people out of his way. 
I really enjoyed your performance tonight, Hannah said. Millie turned back to face her. Thank you. She was surprised, but she believed Hannah. Maybe it was something in her eyes. I was hoping you would do more than one song. Millie almost arched an eyebrow, but then remembered she was supposed to be charming, not critical. Not tonight, but I'd be happy to let you know when I have a solo recital. Oh, Christine would be so proud of her. Hannah nodded. She looked a bit worried now, though. I would like that. Millie tried to think of something to ask to keep the conversation going. How is your mother? Is she doing well in Europe? Hannah grinned. She is. Although she calls every day, I think she misses me. Or New York City. Maybe mostly the city. Millie smiled, too. I often complain about the city, but I'm not sure I could ever move away, she admitted. Hannah perked up and tucked her phone away in her pocket. What don't you like about New York City? Millie met Hannah's gaze and took a few seconds to consider her answer. Saying she lived in an expensive shoebox surrounded by noisy neighbors wasn't exactly glamorous. She needed to keep her act up. Oh, just being stuck in traffic most of the time. Hannah nodded. Yeah, it can get bad. I sometimes just take the subway. Millie folded her hands together. I always take the subway, she thought, but she wasn't going to say that, obviously. Maybe it was time for a change of topic. How did you like the recital tonight? Millie knew Hannah had already said she had enjoyed her performance. But she wanted to find out if Hannah was warming up to opera in general. Hannah seemed surprised by the question. Oh, um, I thought you were brilliant. Millie had to stop herself from grinning. Hannah suddenly sounded shy now. The woman was even blushing a little bit. Millie was about to ask which other singers Hannah had enjoyed when she remembered the assignment Christine had given her. Blow the woman away. And here Hannah Emsworth was, blushing and looking impressed. Maybe it was too early for Hannah to like opera. Maybe Millie should focus on making Hannah like her instead, as a first step. She considered what she could say or do to impress her patron even more. She didn't like being this calculated, though. It didn't feel right to her. On the other hand, her career was at stake here. Someone passed by, pushing against Millie. Jeez, so rude, she thought, and took a step forward to get out of the person's way. Then, she noticed she was now standing face to face with Hannah. Hannah was a bit taller than Millie, even though Millie was wearing the highest heels she owned. 
She looked up to meet Hannah's eyes. Sorry. Hannah's blush intensified. It's fine. Millie realized she didn't have to say much to impress Hannah Emsworth. Millie's gown was doing the work for her. It seemed like her gut feeling had been spot on. She wondered how far she could or should take this. She hated using her looks to impress people. But in this world, honestly, you had to use everything you had to make people remember you. Millie leaned on the table. How is business? Hannah's eyes scanned her face. It's good. We're opening the new store in Boston next week. Oh, congratulations. Okay, the conversation wasn't about opera, or the foundation, or music. But at least there wasn't the endless silence this time. Any special celebrations? Yes, of course. I am flying over there to cut the ribbon. Millie bit her lip, trying not to laugh. What? Millie lifted her shoulders. How old school to cut a ribbon? I guess we opera people aren't the only ones doing things the old-fashioned way. Hannah's eyes narrowed. I guess not. Is it a chocolate ribbon? Hannah burst out in a charming laugh. (laughs) God, no. I think the gigantic chocolate fountain will be enough to impress the people there. It was Millie's turn to grin. Oh, another classic. We usually have a champagne fountain. There's probably one here right now. Millie pushed herself up a bit on the table and looked around to make her point. Where is it? I guess the chocolate business isn't that different from the opera business, then. Hannah sounded amused. Millie turned back to face her. Not when it comes to pomp and circumstance. But opera is actually good for you. Chocolate? Not as much. Millie held her breath. How would Hannah respond? For now, Hannah just stared at her. Millie didn't know if she was still amused and playing along, or starting to get annoyed. Then, Hannah placed her elbow on the table. I think you don't appreciate chocolate enough. Real chocolate. Good chocolate. Our chocolate. Millie smiled slowly. And I think you don't appreciate opera enough. It came out a bit more bluntly than she had intended. The corners of Hannah's mouth moved up, though, and her blue eyes had a little sparkle in them. For a second, Millie thought Hannah would lean closer. The noise of the people around them faded. Time slowed down. She didn't want to be the first one to look away, so Millie held her ground and stared back at Hannah, 
even though her cheeks were burning. Fair point, Hannah finally said. Maybe you should show me how to appreciate it then. Millie's heart started pounding in her ears. She told herself it was because of Hannah finally wanting to know more about opera. But her hands were sweaty again, too. What was going on here? Ladies! A loud voice suddenly interrupted. George pushed himself between them and placed three glasses on the table. Sorry, that bartender took forever. Millie smiled at George, hoping he wouldn't notice she was as red as a lobster. I see you were able to keep Miss North here, George said to Hannah. Yes? Hannah picked up her drink. Now, George, Millie, please excuse me. I'll have to drink this on my way out. Have a good night. She nodded and smiled at Millie politely then squeezed George's arm for a brief moment. Millie noticed Hannah seemed flushed. But before George or Millie could say anything, Hannah turned and walked away, disappearing into the crowd. Shit, Millie thought. Well, her mother did say she would bolt as soon as she could, George said. This was part six of the Div- <laughs> For some reason, I can't pronounce the diva story, the diva story today. So I'm just going to give up. No, one more try. This was part six of the Div- <laughs> Okay, see? I don't know what's happening, but I think it's time to go to bed. Thank you so much for listening to part six of The Diva Story. Yes, did you hear that? Okay. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. <laughs>